A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. What's up, everybody? Uh, listen, I'm going to go ahead and address it because I know y'all going to address it anyway. So, yes, I'm shaved up. All right. I'm busy doing a lot of big things in life. OK. <laughs> and that calls for shaving. All right. I got some some shooting that I'm about to do some some filming that I'm going to be doing this weekend, which is why we will not be doing our normal uh, podcast episode this week. So we got a nice little exclusive for y'all. Um, I know that y'all have seen I've sat down with Andre Ward. And that is uh video is up on our Patreon. So we want you to go to patreon.com forward slash TPWP and subscribe. There's a tier on there for you. The reason why I want you to subscribe is because this episode that we're about to post as our episode for this week is the is the one on one sit down that I did with Dre. And uh, all of that exclusive footage will be right there on the Patreon. You won't be able to get this exclusive footage normally on the podcast episodes. But because um, we're taking a leave of absence <laughs> uh, and not both, um, we are going to bring this episode to y'all. So enjoy this episode. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a family member to tell their mama to tell their grandmama to subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, enjoy this episode and uh, look forward to hearing what y'all think about it. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Welcome to the Porterway Podcast, man. Man, hey, man, I'm honored. Yeah. I'm privileged. It's been a while, bro. Yeah. A lot of back and forth. We yeah. here, though. I got to leave you alone. What's I've, up? I've learned you. And it's like, you hit Dre and then you let Dre get back to you. <laughs> you know, you hit Dre and you let Dre get back yeah. to you. But the thing about Dre, Dre got a big heart. Yeah. So he always going to get back I'm to gonna you. I'm going to follow up. Yeah. And he always going to try to figure it out. Yeah. And eventually, today, here we, we made it work. Where That's we, right. This is our first episode on our Patreon, mm. and the purpose of the Patreon is just to bring people exclusive footage that they won't be able to see anywhere else, mm -hmm. but right here. There's going to be points, and you know this personally in your life, where it's like, hey, if you want this information, if you want my likeness, my image, whatever the case may be, I need to be compensated. Absolutely. And that's what I feel about this platform and some of these interviews that are going to be conducted. Yeah. Where you just gonna have to, you know, yeah. show your appreciation yeah, for what's about to come to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead I of instead it. of paying for, show your appreciation yeah. for what's about to come to you. And and why I said I'm gonna keep it real with you. I did not prepare for this interview yeah. because I'm such a big fan of yours, and I feel like I know enough about you that I really didn't have to go to the, the mm -hmm. internet or, or do any follow ups with you and all that kind of stuff to really conduct this interview. But it was like. What's the beginning, what's the middle, and what's the end with this? Because I got so many different places I want to yeah, go. Yeah. And the way I like to work is I just like to, I let the spirit lead mm. me. You know what I mean? So I see you over there. Yeah. And you come in, I'm, I'm good to go. Like, mic me up and let's go. But you're super particular. Yeah. And it reminded me of one pl another place we're going to go at some point, but it just reminded me of some things that I've learned about Dre for myself personally. Yeah. Along the way with knowing you, but other people have told me things as well. Mm. Why are you so particular? 
Man, that's a good question. I think I've always been like this. Um, Virg used to get mad at me, you know, when I was young and I'd have my sparring stuff because I'm always messing with my... Before teens, young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you like, always been... Talking about 10, 11, 12, like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like messing with my cup and want my head. Hey, man, leave your headgear alone. Leave your cup. Because I'm messing with my stuff because I wanted to be a certain way. Yeah. Um, I think I was born with it, man. I think I was... Uh, it's like a critical eye, right? Yeah. Like, and if it's not honed, it can get... It's not good. Yeah. Because then all you see is bad. But yeah. like, it, it's something that you hone over time where... You just got a standard for yourself, man. I, it's a standard of excellence. Yeah. You know. So I think that's what it, what it, what it, where it started, and um, just trying to make sure, you know, again, it's honed and it don't get too far. You want to be able to see good and bad. And, and what and I've learned kind of though is, if you're unconscious of something, it just happens. Yeah. But like you just said, you honed in on it. When was yeah. it? When did you become conscious of it? And you're like, this is who I am. This is who I'm gonna be. Everything has to be. The T's got to be crossed. Yeah. The I's got to be dotted. I mean, probably like, you know, in my in my late twenties, I started realizing, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like this ain't just, you know, yeah. happenstance. Yeah. And um, you know, there was a guy at my church one time and he was praying for me about a critical eye. And I remember like being like a little down, like, man, like I thought it was a bad thing. He was like, No, no, no. He's like, You he said, That's a blessing. Yeah. He said, You wanna just ask God to hone it though. Yeah. Because he said that same eye is what caused you to pick a good suit. Yeah, sure. Or pick a nice pair of shoes. Sure. And then I know it's also um, helped me in my sport and mm -hmm. helped me in life. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a doc, book, raising my kids, or in a boxing ring or in training camp, man, y'all, we can't just do this any kind of way. We gotta make sure we do it the right way. Right. Um, and it's times when God will shake that up to us and say, nah, this is gonna be my way. It ain't gonna yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Can you still yeah. do the right? Can you still follow through even though it ain't the way you want it to be? So it's, it's like, times for that too. And what I'm hearing is like it's a sense of discernment. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Do you feel like that's, I mean, we all have a sense of discernment. We can improve that sense of discernment. We can ignore it and just kind of carry on with life. It is what it is. Yeah. But do you feel like you have a gift of discernment? I, I would where say it's like, so. You know, yeah. where it's like hypersensitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think at times. I think I think I definitely have discernment, and um, I think excellence, man, is just really important to me. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to just. I may not do ten things, but I just want to do five things. Real. But your well. whole life. You know. That word been important to your whole life? Yeah, yeah. Because I've been in a pressure cooker since I've been a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like for us, like for Verge, my trainer, my godfather, my dad. Yeah. Like going to the nationals and stuff like that, like like we were expected to win. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't okay just to show up. Like yeah. When I fought in local tournaments and stuff, it wasn't like it was frowned upon to get like the bout of the night trophy. It was about getting best fighter of the night trophy. Yeah. So that, that kind of standard has been over me since I've been a kid. Yeah. And then it, it matures and grows as you become an adult. Well, and I had the same standard. Yeah. When we would go to a tournament, it wasn't just winning the tournament. Yeah. It was like getting the ring because you're the yeah. outstanding boxer of the tournament. And I got quite a few of those. Yeah. I know you got quite a few yeah. of those. But it's like people don't realize it. Like they see us, you know, as adults and they don't realize that, man, this has been a thing. Like we've been young phenoms yeah. since we've been kids. And yeah. like that's a lot of pressure for a young don't kid. Say we, man, you. Yeah. I'm, a, I, I'm, 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 I'm blessed, but yeah. you, 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 you a phenom. Yeah. I feel like for me in my era, especially with the sport of boxing, and I heard that word thrown around about phenom. I'm not gonna say what fighter was about, but I was just like, he wasn't yeah. a phenom. He's yeah. not a phenom. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. S O G Andre yeah. Ward. 
those are the two phenoms. And if you want to, but you want to compare, if somebody could be a phenom, look at those resumes. But beyond, yeah, the pro stuff, yeah, like y'all go. What what yeah. your last loss you were? It's debatable. It's some debatable. Say twelve. Some people say fourteen. We I heard twelve. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. What you go with? Twelve sound better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> twelve sound better, but I think it may have been fourteen. Um, <clears throat> Two things. Uh, yeah. You said you've been in the pre- the cook the pressure cooker. Yeah. Pressure cooker. You where you came in. You were in the pressure cooker yeah. at a very very young age. Yeah. Can you kind of go into that just a little bit? Yeah, I mean just. Uh, and I know you know the athletic stuff for sure. Yeah, you know the boxing. Um, it's pressure to go to the gym three days a week, five days a week, but like spar three days a week and have to look good. Yeah, that's pressure. Yeah. Um, being the only boxer at your school, that's pressure. Yeah. Um, I ain't telling nobody about it. I didn't tell them either, but they found out. Yeah, yeah. I never bragged about it, but when they, when they newspapers start coming, uh-huh. local news started uh-huh. coming, like they just start finding out. Yeah. They start getting around. So was there a reason you didn't say anything? I talk about this in the book a little bit, but to me it was always kind of strange. Yeah, like because I grew up in Northern California, like Southern California was a boxing hotbed. You know, the Midwest was a boxing hotbed. You know, um, Ohio was a boxing hotbed. Yeah. Like we didn't like it was it was a little bit strange in Northern California. We had gyms, but it wasn't like SoCal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was always me and my brother was always the only ones, and I was just like, man, like it just kind of felt kind of weird. Yeah. Like I would disappear for a week. Yeah. Where you been, bro? Yeah. It's national. <laughs> national. Like it just everybody was just you know. Yeah. It was just strange to people. Yeah. So me, it was kind. It started to become kind of strange to me, but it was also cool at the same time. Yeah. But that's the pressure cooker. From an athletic standpoint, you know, getting up, having to run that mountain in the morning. Man, we getting up in the morning, bro, before yeah. the sun come up. That's yeah. pressure for a young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then life pressure, you know, having a, a father who was a great father, but a functional addict and struggling with yeah. heroin addiction. Yeah. And my mother, who was a full-blown addict, struggling with a full-blown addiction and wasn't yeah. in my life. That's pressure for a young kid. Yeah, yeah. And how did you deal with it? Man, I, God, bro, like, God kept me, man, in the midst of that because... I probably could have went left, you know, a lot sooner than I did, and, yeah. and could have been just a byproduct of what they were going through. But um, thing about my family that I gotta say is, we always had a lot of love on my mother's side and my father's side. Even though there was struggle, we were imperfect, man. I got a lot of love, and I think that love was was yeah. key for me. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that this morning, coming in here was like, I think the the common answer that most people would have probably expected was boxing. Yeah, because it boxing saves. Yeah. Yeah. All of us, you know yeah. what I mean? Boxing could save people that don't even know they need saving. I agree. You know? That's a whole nother. Yeah, I agree. That's, a whole nother. that's real though. But, you know, coming up here, again, like somewhat knowing your story was like, what was it that kept you away from doing what you had to be around, doing what you saw, or even doing what you, when you yeah. knew the parents like disappeared for a minute, yeah. you knew what it was at some point. Yeah. What kept you away from it? You know what I mean? Man, like, and I know you already said God. Well, boxing, boxing, yeah. <clears throat> to your point, boxing was like, I was really too busy to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my 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 friends would go to school and they would hang out and then do homework or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Me and my brother, we coming, we going to school, coming home, doing homework. Then we going to the gym. Mm-hmm. By the time we get done with the gym, ain't nothing else going on. It's yeah. bedtime. We yeah. go home and eat and yeah. we, go, we go to bed. Yeah. That's our life. So I really didn't have a lot of time to get in trouble. And- yeah. Man, I had like a healthy respect slash fear for my dad. Yeah. And my yeah. dad was like, man, your kids should have a lot of love for you and a yeah. touch of fear. Yeah. And that touch of fear, 
It wasn't the police yeah. or my teacher or my yeah. principal. It was, man, my dad find out. Yeah. So it was like both of those for me. It was boxing, a lot of love, and then like I ain't trying to cross my daddy. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick. How do you, <clears throat> how do you, or how how have you handled your children? Because I know they're they're much older now, yeah. but the fear that you had of your dad, yeah. was that ever a thought process for you with your children? Yeah. I think uh I've taken some of that. Like, I don't want my kids to fear me, but I want there to be a respect there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, and I haven't always done it right. Me and my wife, we, you know, me and Tiff, we young kids, man. Yeah. You know, 16, 17 years old, our yeah. first child, 17, yeah. 18, our second child. So yeah. we grew up with them. Yeah. So yeah. mistakes were made. We're trying to figure it yeah. out. But- um, I got a theory. Yeah. I think uh, now that my, my two older boys, we got five kids, but my two older boys, our adults now, we got a good relationship. That's good. And we've grown together, like I said. And it's really about, like, for me, man, like, using what I know from my father, Verge, yeah. having the support to my pastor. But, man, staying on my knees, bro. Mm. Prayer, bro, is heavy because mm. that's where I'm able to get wisdom to know how do I handle the situation. Yeah. Do I go in and tear everything up or do yeah. I just be patient? Those situ the prayer is key for me to have wisdom to know how to deal with situation to situation with my sons. I thought it was super big that you had the word God or the name God in your ring name, yeah. son of God. And tell everybody, or just tell me, because everybody, and everybody <laughs> gonna hear it, but tell me what it was like, what your walk has been like, what your walk was like, you know what I mean? Just tell me about your walk. Well, your walk with God. Yeah, the walk, the walk, know. the walk. Like my, okay, <laughs> let me let me start back here. My dad gave me a foundation in, in the Bible and in the Word of God, and but it's interesting though because we didn't grow up in church. Huh. Well, and like every Sunday and nothing like that. But like we would go from time to time. But like my dad would open up the Bible and teach us, and we learned a little bit, you know. And it was always a standard in our house. And like, so when the local news station start coming around after we win nationals and stuff, or the local newspaper, my dad said, man, make sure you give God the glory. Yeah. And I'd be kind of scared, like, man, I don't really know how. And it's yeah. kind of, you know, and I kind of grew into it. My brother, he, my yeah. brother was more like outspoken, like, man, we, we're Christians. I'm like, well, shut up, man, like, <laughs> be quiet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's where it started. And then, you know, as I got older, and I started seeing my dad struggling and my mom struggling even more. Now I'm understanding what the, what the struggle is. Mm -hmm. Now resentment and stuff started to build. Mm -hmm. Now you start to get uh, angry. Mm -hmm. And and so I went astray. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see this in the documentary. Uh, and the streets heavy, you yeah. know. Even though I didn't grow up a street kid, I was in the streets heavy. The yeah. lure of the streets, um, selling drugs, at times using drugs. Was that kind of a message to God? I was running, man. I was I was running from boxing. Yeah. I was tired of boxing. I wanted my freedom back. Yeah. And that pool of them generational curses that had been on my yeah. mother and my father, yeah. I was starting to live them out. Yeah. And um, I almost lost it all. You know what I'm saying? Like I almost missed the Olympics. I remember, you know, telling Verge, like, man, I don't care about the Olympics. Don't nobody know that, bro. <laughs> They're about to find out, though. Yeah. Don't nobody know. But that. I remember telling him, I don't care about the Olympics. And you, yeah. And Verge saying, look, he he just laughed. He said, baby, you don't even know what you're saying. Were you 17? Yeah. I was 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. He said, man, if you let this pass you by, you, you're never going to live it down. Yeah. And I would fight with him about, nah, you tripping? But deep down, I knew he was telling the truth. Yeah. So long story short, man, it was a sequence of events, man. God was whooping me. Yeah. Meaning he was letting life 
take over. Yeah. And um, I just hit rock bottom, man. And I finally looked up one day, man. And I knew I was running. I knew I was, you know, pushing away people. You know, I was getting phone calls. My mom, I don't know what you're doing, babe, but whatever you're doing, you need to stop. Yeah. Birds warning me, people. Step warnings was coming, mm-hmm. and oftentimes warning comes before destruction. Sure. So it was, it was mounted. Something was getting ready to happen. Yeah. I thank God, bro. I was able to get to a point, man, where I just got tired of running, man. I finally threw my hands up. I went through a process over the next couple of years, man. With my, I started to rebuild my faith. In that time, I lost my dad. Mm. So that was also more reason for me mm-hmm. to rebel, be going. angry. Yeah. So when I finally turned the corner, man, I was able to heal from my father's death. I was able to kind of. The scales from my eyes were able to fall. I started to see again and come back to myself. How old were you at this point? 19. Yeah. Right before the Olympics. Yeah. Right before the Olympics. 19, wow. 19 and a half, something like that. Yeah. That was like my rebirth, where now my dad's faith, it turned into my faith. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to feel God's presence again. I'm starting to hear his voice again, and it's starting to all make sense. Mm. Sean, that's where this stuff is birthed from. So when yeah. people see SOG, you got to realize, man, God found me in a pit. Yeah. So now that I'm on the mountaintop, I'm not going to shun away from what I believe. You got to tell everybody how I got to the mountaintop. And it's and how I'm being God. sustained at the mountaintop. Yes, sir. And there's nothing but God. So it's deeper than just a religious thing. It's, yeah. deep, it's not a crutch. It's like, bro, yeah. I, I said this uh, to some reporters yesterday. If I hadn't made that transformation... And I started embarking on a pro career, and I was still drinking heavy and doing all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't have been what I was supposed to be in the ring. I wouldn't have got to the, got this far. Yeah. But y'all would have been reading about me on the bottom of the ticker on, on Sports Center mm-hmm. a couple times mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I didn't want to talk about anything that's in your doc because your doc is coming. Why don't you plug your doc real quick? Yeah. Uh, we can say everything about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, SOG. The book award um, comes out June 2nd on Showtime, uh, premieres uh, on Showtime June 2nd. And uh, man, it's not, a, it's not a sports doc. Yeah. It's a human interest piece. Yeah. A grandmother, an athlete, and everybody in between yeah. can take something from this, can pull something from this. Yeah. We got a little bit about race in there. We got, we got, we got, we got struggle. We got triumph. We got, um, my beginning and my origin. Yeah. We got everything. And we yeah. didn't, it's not a puff piece. Yeah. Not just about all the championships I won. Like we yeah. talk about that stuff. Um, you see the injuries, things yeah. that I went through just from the years and years of grinding, 23 years of boxing. Yeah. Um, wow. You see that. You see everything I went through before Kovalev won and how that fight almost got canceled two or three times. You yeah. see everything. Yeah. You hear yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's some it's some startling commentary, it's some startling visuals. Yeah. And uh it's it's it's, it's a piece you don't want to miss. I couldn't wait to do my doc. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know my story and yeah. I know a lot like you. Like yeah. you you super, when I seen you yeah. at the Hall of Fame, you started telling me about, about your doc, yeah. you smiling yeah, and, you, and you look down and you look up yeah. and you say, people gonna find out some things they don't yeah. know. Yeah. And you can't wait to get people to, yeah. to show this to the people. You know what I mean? Number one, what was the feeling when you even considered let me do a documentary. Then number two, why are you so anxious for people to see your story? And I wasn't always anxious, you know, like people like in the day and age we live in today, everything is announced. Everything is talked about. But I'm an 80s baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I was born in 84 and we don't get down like that. Like that's not mm-hmm. how I was raised. Yeah. So when I came into the game in 2004, um, 
we don't show what we do in the training camp. We don't announce who we sparring with. Who you sparring with? None of your business. Mm-hmm. That's just how we get down. We just mm-hmm. show up and we're gonna perform. Yeah. Um, and I've 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 sort of like evolved to a point, but then I'm not I'm not willing to evolve completely. Like I'm just I'm never gonna be the guy that's gonna tell you I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. Um so for years, bro, I didn't I wasn't ready to tell my story. I didn't have a voice to my story, mm. and I didn't have my mother's blessing. Yeah. And my father was passed, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to get his blessing. Yeah. But it got to a point, I'll tell you the turnaround is like, um, you know, I mentor a lot of young guys. And I was talking to my pastor, but I was like, man, it's frustrating because I'm trying to tell them that I understand what they're going through. And they're looking at me like, yeah, you don't get it. And he was like, Dre, you gotta kill the image. Mm. I'm like, what you mean? He said, no, 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 I'm not saying, he said, who you are is real. Mm-hmm. He said, but it's not who you've always been. He said, mm-hmm. you could tell that story. You gotta yeah. tell them. Yeah. You gotta kill the image that you ain't never been through nothing. Yeah. So that was like the origin. That was the seed that was sown yeah. that got me really thinking about it. Yeah. And then, you know, right around 2015, 16, I started nudging my guy saying, hey man, get this. We going, I gotta go to surgery. I'm going to rehab, get this. Man, I'm going over here, put this on a uh, on a hard drive. We knew we were gonna tell it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2017, retired. We got the retirement day. When I made DNA, we got all that stuff. So yeah. we knew this is coming. Yeah. Then we started getting interviews and we started trying to pitch in and sell it. And, you know, I hooked up with uh, uh, Maverick Carter mm-hmm. and LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Those are my people over at Spring Hill. Mm-hmm. I linked with them. They said, man, we love it. Now let's go try to sell it. Mm-hmm. We talked to all the all the big, you know, networks. We settled on Showtime uh, because Steven Espinosa said something that I just told you. He heard the pitch. He said, what I love about this is because... There's so much here that we haven't heard before and that we don't know. This isn't a sports doc. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, that's it. Yeah. Everybody wants to like pigeonhole it. us boxing and the great fights. That's part of it. Yeah. But y'all getting ready to go on a journey with us yeah. and hear about everything you've never heard before. Yeah. So when I heard that from them, yeah. this is where we need to be. Yeah. That's where we need to be. What's the purpose of the doc? Like, what are you, what are you trying to... But beyond, obviously, yeah. your story. Um. I hope for inspiration, um, revelation. Yeah. People gonna, you know, some things gonna get revealed. Yeah. And I hope my harshest critic can watch this and walk away and say, man, I still don't agree with everything, <laughs> but I understand them a little bit more now. Yeah. And I hope the ones that have been supporting me yeah. can walk away with that confirmation saying, that's why I've been supporting them all these years. Yeah. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A nature trail is more than a path. 
It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. How long you been retired now? Five. Five years. In the five years, do you feel like you, is it still some hate out there or is it just all love now? Oh, it's always be some hate. Yeah. But, but here go the thing though, it's like, if you not if you ain't got no haters, man, you're doing something wrong. And I don't, it ain't like no fancy cliche. It's like, like if you're doing anything significant in life and you're putting yourself out there, you're going to get some backlash. Yeah. If you if 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 you have no backlash, you might want to check and see what you're doing. Do you look yeah. at it? Uh, I I I get wind of it like yeah, like do the negative stuff cut through. All so the like when I, like when I was active, probably like from the lawsuit period until I retired, like I didn't look at my mentions. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to see the good stuff. I didn't want to see the bad stuff. It's mm-hmm. not until I retired that I started looking at my mentions again. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have time for it. Mm-hmm. Now I see it, and it's like I'm I'm a lot more mature. Yeah. And man, I love that block button. Boop. <laughs> I love that block button. I told somebody last night I was gonna block. <laughs> I love that block button. Yeah. Like I just don't, like I look at my my social pages like my house. Yeah. Can't come to my house talking reckless. Now if you disagree with me, it's cool. Yeah. You don't like something, that's cool. When you start getting like disrespectful, yeah, I'm about to hit that block button. Yeah. So I, I see it, but it, it don't have the, the impact. Like it, a lot of that stuff is a confirmation. Like so, I'll give you an example with the doc. Me and my brother Deontay, my co my co director, um, we know that when a doc comes out, oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of love. Oh yeah, then you are gonna have that element. Oh, yeah. why do he say this? Why yeah. do he reveal? Oh man, it comes with the territory. Sure, that's not gonna stop us from putting sure. it out. Yeah. So I see it, but it don't have no impact. Like yeah, that. yeah, it don't have no impact like that. You can't get that stuff too much, too much credit, man. That kind of stuff get way too much credit. Mm-hmm. We only talk about that. Well, everybody's is it everybody, or is it just this element? Everybody's saying this. Everybody, everybody not saying that. Mm-hmm. So I just think over the years, man, being in this boxing game, taking my licks, pushing back, learning the game, trying to navigate the web. You just learn how to deal with criticism. You put it in its proper place. Now, if they saying something solid, man, I may have to stop and think about, like, man, they wrong. Want to hear that? But sure. they, they right. Sure. But a lot of time, you know, so, social media, as we know, it gives a voice to the voiceless and it gives people who want attention and want to be heard yeah. an opportunity. You decide how much of a voice you want to give them in your life. Mm-hmm. So I hear you, yeah. but like, I ain't got time for that. Yeah. So I see it, but I really don't. <laughs> I just had a thought uh, and it's escaping me. Oh, no, no, I got it back. Um, I've been telling people recently, and I mean this with all my heart, because a lot of people still want to know, especially when these big fights come up and yeah. they ain't seen me. They ain't had, there's still a lot of people that haven't had to have the chance to ask me if I'm still coming back. Yeah. And when people ask me if I'm coming back, I tell them 10 years ago, if I could have painted a picture of what my life was going to yeah. look like after boxing, I would have painted mm. everything that I see mm. right now. How's life after boxing for you? It's been a blessing, man. It's been a blessing, but it's been a uh, walking away and staying away is harder than I thought. Mm. And I say that because you think you go, you got it. For me, I, I thought I was gonna have to retire one time, yeah. but I really had to retire multiple times. Yeah. Right. So like, 
he had the official retirement, and then there was a time when stuff started mounting, and I had to come on television and tell, hey, man, I'm not, like, the whole Canelo stuff and stuff like that. I had to, like, say, and I was doing that for the people, but also more for myself. Like, look, we're retired. I got to reaffirm that to I'm retired. yourself, though. And then there's there's just days where, you know, I'm a thinker, so I got a, I got a whole game plan on the comeback. Uh-huh. <laughs> how much time I need, how I would look. And and I don't no. want I don't want to campaign. Yeah, 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 you can't. Just give me one or two. Just, yeah. just just one or two. Yeah. I got got so fight Nasta is hard, bro. Mm-hmm. I retired, but that drive didn't retire. Mm-hmm. That 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 tenacity didn't retire. That work ethic didn't retire. But what I have learned, just because something is hard, don't mean that you should abort the plan. Stick with it. Yeah. Um, and you got to redirect that drive, you got to redirect that competitiveness, you got to read you got to redirect it. Mm-hmm. So you doing this, this is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like the documentary, the book, it's a challenge cuz I'm hands on with stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm a youth pastor, me and my wife at our church. Oh, I'm nice. a, I'm a I'm a licensed minister. Nice. Now, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. That's a challenge for me. That's that's yeah. that's really my true calling. Yeah. You know, boxing stuff was a blessing, but that was seasonal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my true calling. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. So I've learned that just you got to redirect it. So don't stop being you. Just put it towards something else. Have you talked to God? Huh? Have you, do you do you talk to God? Like God, I'm, I'm like I I literally converse. every day. But no 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 no. I meant like like I literally converse with every God. every day. So have you conversed with God about coming back? Yeah. Yeah. He not breathing on it. He not. Straight he not up. breathing on it. Yeah. And, and far be it from me to be in that sport without his endorsement. That's what I'm saying. Like how many times? How many conversations do you got to have before you like? All right, I'm just gonna let it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, and it's like, I feel like I have let it go, yeah. but it's a thought. It's like, ah, man. Yeah. And you got to go through a little process and all right, I'm good now. Yeah. When does, when, when does the thought come, like, get really heavy? It hasn't been heavy lately, last year or two. Yeah. But like, you know, that first three, four, like I said in the documentary, I said, man, at year five, it's when I really got to a place where I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to come back. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Cause it's almost like you just leave the door crack. At least I did. So I'm 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 my conviction is true. You kinda did leave it open. But just, yeah. just you know. Yeah. And the part that I didn't account for, because obviously I never retired before, <laughs> was the pool. Mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere. Man, you coming back. Yeah. You holding out for more money. Yeah. I know it, man. Come on, you can tell me. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. This, this is almost daily. Yeah. Not just on social media, I'm on in person. Yeah. I didn't account for that. Everybody refers to it as the bug. I didn't get bit by the bug. It is what it is. Some of us don't. I mean, just, I'm blessed. So you have no desire to come back? I'm blessed. Okay. And uh, like I said, like when you see my story, you, it'll all make sense. There was no bug to bite me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, boxing was just what we did. Mm. I, we started, my dad, so we would go, we'd live with my mom, 30 minutes to get to him. He would be at the gym during the week, you know, he was still boxing. And my mom would just drive, stop and get us something to eat, Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's, whatever it was. And when we got to the gym, I got a feeling that one day, I still haven't asked him, but I got a feeling that it pissed him off that we would be at the gym yeah. eating food. Yeah. And I'll never forget, he came to us, he said, put that food down. <laughs> Just one day. Yeah. I mean, this was the routine, but yeah. one day he said, put that food down. Rule number one, mm. no eating at the gym. Mm. Rule number two, no sitting down. Mm. 
y'all getting up and y'all doing work. When y'all come to the gym, y'all do work. Mm-hmm. I put us in the mirror and started doing floor work mm-hmm. and the basics of boxing. Mm-hmm. I was four right before I turned five years old is when I started that. Mm-hmm. Eight years old, the winter time, he came to the house and said, we're going to get your boxing book. Mm-hmm. My daddy asked me if I wanted to box. I just found my book, by the way. Did you? <laughs> I just found my book. You got to have the book. I where, got my I book. don't even know where my book is. We got about yeah, two of you. I what, you got it. three or four, huh? Yeah, I got like two. They but never I found my main one. Eva book, though, right? Nah. Yeah. I found my main one, though. Uh-huh. My first fights, my uh-huh. first, I think it was like my first 50 or 60. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. It was a blood stain on it. Yeah. That I remember that blood stain still. Oh, you on remember me. the blood stain? Yeah. Dang. In the front of the book. Yeah. It's got my first fight. It's Samuel Orozco. Yeah. Which I lost, by the way. Okay. Which I lost. You supposed to lose the first one. I, I no, I don't like losing. One. I don't like I won my first one, but you supposed to lose the first one. I don't one. like losing. I tell my brother that because he lost his first fight. Yeah. So I just say, you supposed to lose the first one. I'm still salty about that. No, you're not. I'm salty. No, you're not. I'm salty. It's impossible. Because Samuel What weight Ro- were you? About 80-something. Oh, you, oh, you started fighting. Okay. Well, maybe 90. 10? How old were you when you started boxing? 10. Okay. Yeah. 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 So what about Sammy? He, uh, I still talk to him on social media. Sammy, okay. my first opponent. So I avenged that in my third fight, by the way. I just want to put that up. <laughs> I just want to set that right there on the table. How he many signed, times y'all fight? Two. Oh, just two. Yeah. But we fought at a place called uh, Santa Clara Powell. Santa Clara P-A-L. He from Santa Clara. Okay. So it's a little bit of funny business. You think so? I know so. Even way back then? Yeah, what? Of course. You ain't got the video. I don't have the video. Nah, he got you. It is nah, what it I is. Can't, I can't. Where, y- where y'all fight at the second time? Don't same say you don't place. remember. Same place. Oh, same place. Yeah. yeah, so he just got you on the first one. Did he? Yeah, he got you on the first one. <laughs> I don't and, know if I can accept that. And or the judges said he back. <laughs> we can give him this one. Exactly. He got the, we can give him this Exactly. One. So yeah, no, nah, I just I never been I didn't get but bit by the bug. What you mean you, know you what didn't mean? get bit, bro? You 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 human, man. What you mean? I didn't get bit by the bug. What bug? The bug, like like that's what people say say to me. You still the you still got the itch. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, what itch? So how long have <laughs> you been retired? I've been retired almost two years. It'll be two years in November. You haven't thought about coming back one time? I t- you haven't gotten that like, man, maybe. Not a serious thought. The most serious thought I remember where my wife and I were, but we were we were she we were just talking about it like just open conversation, and I said, "Love, if I come back, it's got to be before the end of this year, mm. like being 2023, because mm. if I don't do it then, then I'm never gonna do it." You know what that I mean? window, yeah, yeah, you know that window, and but nah, I've had I haven't had any serious thoughts about boxing again, but if. If you don't like my hips is like messed up yeah. and you know how it yeah. go. Yeah. It's just it's like not doable for me. Yeah. Cause if I come back, I'm a lot like you. So I still gotta do I gotta do my swim workouts. I gotta go to the mountain. I gotta do it's not the fight everything. It's the training camp. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how I knew, you know how I knew <laughs> it was getting time. I knew it was getting time because, well, first of all, I wanted to retire two, three years before I did. Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of off and on. I had these moments. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. And my wife, my pastor, were like, it ain't time. It ain't time. Wow. But I, I, bro, I wanted my freedom back, bro. I've been doing this since I've been a kid, man. Yeah. You start to add up the time away from your family. My body, like, now I'm spending more money for prehab and rehab than I am for actual training camps for my partners. I got my suits. I got this. I got that. I yeah. got, you know, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. 
And I knew after Kovalev won, just close to retiring. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the gym for three months after that fight. You don't take that much time. I was just what tired. I've never done that. Maybe, maybe a month. A couple weeks? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. When I start fighting tough 12 round fights, I take a month. Yeah. But early on, I take a couple weeks. Yeah. And I remember going to my pastor. I was like, man, I think I'm done. And I went to his office and I knew he was going to co sign it. Uh -huh. I knew he did. I knew he was going to co sign it. Uh -huh. I said, man, I ain't been to the gym in three months. Man, I think I'm done. Yeah. He listened to me. He was like, I think you'll be fine if you retire. Yeah. yeah I think I, he said, I think you'll be fine if you keep going. He said, but I think I could see you doing one more. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, pray about it, but I think, you, I think I could see you doing one more. And I remember being upset, like not like visibly, but just I, I, I needed that confirmation. I'm about to be done with it. I'm about to get my freedom. Yeah. And I remember leaving there like, man, one more. Like I got to a camp and, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. But but you just wanted somebody to say, yeah, that's enough. I just thought that was the confirmation right uh -huh. there. I thought he was like, ah, I can see you doing one more. Yeah. So we went to, you know, I made the decision to do it again. And but I knew going into that fight, that was it. Mm-hmm. I knew. And that's the best camp. I had the worst camp of my career mm -hmm. before Kovalev won. Mm -hmm. The best camp of my career, mm -hmm. Kovalev too, because I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I was light, yeah. I was sharp. Yeah. No injuries, man. Yeah. I just, I knew I was gonna stop that. Dude. Yeah. I knew yeah. It. Yeah. I knew it. And after that fight, before I retired, I started getting the itch. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Some new deals on the table. HBO come with a new deal. Jordan come with a new deal. It was a lot. Of, I'm like, man, I don't know. And the plan, if I stayed around, was gonna be Tony Bell. You at cruiserweight, mm. and then we was going for Joshua everywhere. I forgot they talked about so that. So I actually, like, the deal was two days away from being announced. And I'm, like, training with my track guy, Aaron Thigpen, and I'm going to the gym, kind of my pre-camp stuff. And all of a sudden, I woke up one morning, I was like, I felt like the weight of the world on my shoulders. I was just like, and I remember I was laying on the floor. Early in the morning, I told my wife, I was like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was about wow. to cry. Yeah. It just wow. hit out of nowhere. Like, what? I start, I start, it was just, I just felt, like, heavy. Yeah. Mind you. Made the decision before. I kind of knew before Cove 2, yeah. got through that. Then I was like, yeah. wait, let's hold on. Maybe we'll do another one. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it just hit me. And she was, you know, so she heard me out. She was like, she was like, I ain't never heard you talk like this before. She was like, I think the decision is already made. Mm -hmm. And when she said that was the first time she ever confirmed how I felt. She normally, you know, would hear me out and say, babe, I know it ain't going to be much longer. Try to enjoy it, but it's not time. It's the first time she ever said that it's time. Yeah. And I got on the phone, bro. I started undoing everything. I called my lawyer. I'm like, man, we got so we undid the, wow. the, the, all the deals that were on the table. We had to like undo them. Yeah. And then I, you know, announced my retirement September 21st. Was that anxiety? What part? Like, did you did, did it feel like anxiety or did what like what did what did that feel like? What part? That you said I had this heavy. No, the heaviness was heavy. just like, man, I just think my heart shifted. Like, yeah. no, nah, what you originally wow. planned. Yeah. And what you thought you was gonna do before Cold Two. You need to stick with that. Yeah. Your heart ain't in this. You yeah. you're going after the opportunities, yeah. but your heart's not in it. Yeah. And my my lawyer, he hit me with something real heavy when I called him. I was yeah. like, hey bro, I think I don't know, man. I just talked to my wife. I think this may be it. Yeah. But then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He still he was like, all right, well, I'm gonna start making. I was like, whoa, whoa just I'm just telling you how I'm feeling. <laughs> like, don't undo nothing yet. I'm yeah. just I'm just talking to you. But I was like, man, we got a good deal on the table. And I started going down the, the list of deals and the money that was on the table. Mm -hmm. But he hit me with my own words. What did he say? He said, but Dre, 
you said you would never just box for money. I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I did say that. Yeah. And that was like, that was it, bro. I'm going to tell this quick story right quick because I know I got to get you up out of here. And I got a, I got a couple more things yeah, I, come I have to talk to you about. But um, I'm going to give you the quick, quick backstory for me. So I'm climbing the ladder. I'm doing my thing. And everybody started, this was when Arrow started getting hot. Mm. And everybody started saying, Arrow's the boogeyman. Nobody wants to fight Arrow. Now, I'm hearing the conversations and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's in one ear, out the other ear. But then I start watching it myself. I'm like, this kid is good. Mm. I'm like, yo, he he's the guy. I was like, keep playing the company line. He ain't got no belt yet. You, you, you hide behind he ain't got no belt yet. But I started believing it. Mm. I said, he ain't got no belt. As soon as he get a belt, we'll fight. As soon as he get a belt, we'll fight. He ain't got no belt yet. I wasn't hiding. But I made up in my mind, that's the baddest dude mm. on the planet. Mm. I'm fighting him. I'm beating him. And I'm done. Mm. So I went, we went over to uh, England, watched him fight. Kelbrook. And, and, he, and he broke Kelbrook down. Yeah. And, Kel. and as soon as I seen the, uh, the ref wave his hands off, I stood up. Had a suit on, put yeah. my hands in my pocket. I said, all right. Yeah. Just like that, because I had made up my mind mm. that er, that Kale, or yeah, that Arrow was the guy, and as soon as I fight Arrow, I'm done. Yeah, and my wife knew it. My wife was the only one that knew it. And she, she wasn't my wife at the time, but she was the only one that knew that I'm done with this sport, and I'm only there's certain things I need to do before I'm done. And once I get them things done, it's a wrap, right? Yeah. Fight Arrow. The fight went the way that it went. And my thing was win, lose, or draw, I'm done. Fight happens, and I mean, an unbelievable night that I actually I can go back to. Like as I talk about it, I go go back to that night. We go Staples home Center, right? In LA, we go home, and I'm by myself in my room. This was probably Monday or Tuesday, a couple of days after mm -hmm. the fight, and I'm trying to rehearse to myself how am I gonna tell my dad that mm -hmm. I'm ready to retire? Mm -hmm. How am I gonna tell my dad what? I'm trying to rehearse it, mm. and I'm I'm a thinker just like you, mm. and I can think something and make it real, <laughs> and I could not think of it. Yeah. So then I just got quiet with my thoughts and sat there, yeah. and you'll and you'll relate to this. Sat there, I sat back because I couldn't think of it, and something said, "God, you're not done yet." Mm. And I mean, it's just like you hear it, you see it in the movies. I heard, "You're not done yet," and I was disappointed. I sat up, closed my eyes, and I, out loud, because I conversed with God, I said, what? I'm mad. I said, what? And I heard God say, you got more to do. Mm. Just like that. Mm. You got more to do. And I opened my eyes because I'm furious, because yeah. I want to be done. I want to be done. I said, what more is it? Yeah. Just like that. And I sat there, and I sat there, and I got nothing. Mm. He ain't say nothing after that. So I'm mad. Told my wife. I say, yo, uh, God said I got some more to do. And she said, what? You got more? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I was like literally. I don't know what the more is. Literally but. heated. A couple days later, Errol Spence gets into his accident. Mm. And now people start talking. We want to see Terrence versus, versus Sean. We want to see Terrence versus Sean. So I looked up. I said, oh, that's it. Mm. I thought that guy was the baddest on the planet. And not to say that that was an easy night for me, but it was... That was a great night for me. <laughs> yeah. And it was like that itch that people talk about. It was like, there's something more. Something more, yeah. And there's another level that I have to go to.
and it became Terrence. Mm. So you fast forward and I'm just trying to get to Terrence. As soon as I get to Terrence, I mean, I'm on the track and that's the finish line. And as soon as I get to Terrence, I'm done, right? So that fight went the way that it went. And we had the press fight press conference or the post fight press conference. And I was not up there like, when can I do it? When can I say it? When can I do it? But the question came, what do you I do? I remember now? that, bro. What I do you do it. now? I watched it. What are you going to do? I couldn't believe it. And with no hesitation, I'm done. I couldn't believe it. I'm retired. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, oh, this is how people felt when I retired? <laughs> it was just like- Did you was, hear, like, I heard some gas and all that? Bro, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. But this is when you know it's real. But I was like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, man, maybe he just emotional right now. No. Maybe he just, like, uh-uh, no. maybe I was waiting for you to, like, say, man, you know, like a couple weeks later or something like that. So the post-fight conference go how I go. Terrence came up, blah, 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 blah. Took my but you didn't even tell your daddy. No. My wife was the only one that knew. And there's a, I, I've been like that my whole life, where not, not, not too many people know much about me except for what I need them to know, what I want them to know. Yeah. And I'm slowly getting out of that, especially with, with me being married. I just, like, I've understood that you just can't live like that yeah. anymore, yeah. you know? It's not sustainable. But I took my wife's hand, we walked out, and I know- What did your, energy... oh, about what your daddy say? What's oh, the first man. thing your father said? Uh, was we, he sitting there or was he gone? No, 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 he was sitting there. He was sitting there. What do you think he was feeling? He was, I think he was like everybody else, to be honest with you. And we we gonna go ahead and say it. he he co-signed it like I use the word do you he co-signed it in the moment, like like it's all good. I knew this was coming. I knew he was gonna retire and all that, but I don't think my dad truly knew. Man, that's so heavy. we go back up to the room and it seemed like he didn't even want to leave the room. You know, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it seemed like he didn't want to leave the room, but he just the the normal routine. How you feel? Got a headache? You feel good? You happy? Love you, like just just the normal stuff. But it seemed like he took a little while longer for him to leave the room or whatever. But laid there with my wife, and I looked at her. I said, "How you think that went, love?" Mm. And she was like, "It went good." And we were smiling. And I said, "I said I think people reacted exactly how I thought they was gonna react." Yeah. She said, "Yeah, everybody was gasping and all that." I said, "Yeah, that's how I, how I thought it up. That's how I envisioned mm. it." And so yeah, I'm done mm. because I knew what I wanted to do in this sport. Yeah. And I'm gonna go somewhere with this. But once I got to everywhere I wanted to go, there's nothing else for me. When when did you fall in love with boxing? I fell in love with boxing at uh probably like nine. Why? Because my dad did it. That's enough. I just want to be like him. That's enough, bro. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. You just wanted to be like your dad. That's it. When I found out he boxed, I was like, what do you mean you box? He was yeah. like, yeah, I box. I was, as an amateur, I was 15 and 0 as a heavyweight. Wow. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I was already playing baseball because he played baseball. Yeah. That was my first love. Yeah. Pitching the shortstop. Yeah. And I am about to try to get you or nothing like that, but yeah. he he was the guy. That was my dad, yeah. Because my dad was like, Damn. he was both my parents at the time. You yeah. Know? My yeah. everything. So Yeah. Yeah. So when, he, when I found out he did it, all bets were off. Like, I want to do it. Damn. Yep. But now you can't you know. do it just because he did it. So, but it was like he did it. But I already had like a drive though. I was already like super competitive in everything. Yeah. Everything. Was boxing like the perfect sport for you? I think it was, man. I think I think I could have did something else. I think, I think the way God has wired me, no matter what I did in life, I was gonna be successful. 
the same thing. So I think I could have played baseball. Yeah. I think I could have played football. Yeah. And I think I could have been, you know, I mean, obviously we are businessmen, but I'm saying if I just did business, mm -hmm. some form of business, I think I could have did that. I could have went to college and got mm -hmm. a degree. Mm -hmm. I think that all the stuff you see in boxing would have been applied to that. Wow. So. I it, love hearing that you said that you, because your dad did it. Yeah, my daddy did. That's like it. that almost tore me up for a second. That's it. Me too. I had to, I had to fight that thing. Yeah, it almost tore me. Tears welling up. I had to Yeah, I ain't even gonna go back to it. But yeah. when I heard it, I was like, you know, yeah. I'm still kind of yeah. stuck in that moment. That's real man. though. I mean, that's the reason. That's yeah. it. He told me in front of our house at the time, in this big raggedy truck. And my dad was a, a glass man. Like he put in, you know, call him a glazer. Yeah, yeah. It was his own business. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we sitting in that truck, and then he told me. I don't know what made him tell me that day. But I was just like just sitting in the truck and he told We were just talking in front of the house. I don't even know how we sparked the conversation, but he told me that that was a, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. That's all I need to hear. I'm getting robbed of, of the rest of this interview, bro. <laughs> but I I got one more thing for yeah. you. Cause you you've been the guy to me yeah. for a very long time. Actually both Andres, Andre mm -hmm. Ward and Andre Durrell. Yeah. To me, y'all were I ain't even gonna keep talking. Yeah. I mean, like y'all were the it to Man, me. I appreciate that. And me being able to see y'all in the amateurs, a lot of people didn't only got to see y'all in the pros, so they don't truly know yeah, the man. essence of who y'all were yeah. in terms of being athletes in yeah. the sport of boxing. Yeah. And all due respect to you, but especially Dre. Nah, Dre, yeah, Dre, Dre was, Dre on was a, different on another level. He was different. He was ahead of his time. Yeah. But he was, and no, again, no, and no disrespect to him, but he wasn't a phenom. Something's different yeah. about you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I got that answer. I had an opportunity to spend some time with Nassim Richardson. Mm. And when, you know, whenever it's story time, grab you a, a, a drink and, and something to eat because it's story time, That's especially with Nassim. That's my guy. And, and we just, and you know how it goes. So we just talking about everything. But as soon as he brought up Andre Ward, I'm like, let's yeah. let's go. Yeah. Give me all the Dre yeah. stories you yeah. got. Yeah. And he looks at me. He says, he says, Young Blood. Everybody thought Dre was scared to fight overseas. Mm -hmm. He said people thought that for a long time. And he said Dre came to me one time because he felt, you know, he felt the hate of people. And I kind of want you to tell the story for for yourself. If you were, do you remember and the conversation? And then we gotta leave room for that. So the preview. The, uh, oh trailer. yeah, we yes. gotta end with that. Yes, yeah, we yeah, will. Yeah. So, uh, give me, give me five, five. Do you remember the conversation you had with uh, with with Nassim? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I don't remember it verbatim, but because I do not. You, you tell me, and I'm, right, I'm gonna cool. play off you. Because it's one of my favorite stories. He said you came to him. You was a little, you know, bothered that people were saying you're scared to fight overseas. Yeah. And I just, to me, I felt like I got all the answers in terms of who Andre Ward through this story. He said, he looked at me, he said, I'm not scared to fight overseas. He said, you know what he said? I said, no. He said, he told me he's not fighting overseas because he wants the first time they see him to be in the Olympics. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. And, I, and he said, what do you mean by that? And he said, if I fight them now, if I get them, give them a chance to see they me now, tape on me, yeah. they're going to be able to get adjustments, they're going to be able to get tape on me, yeah. and they're going to be ready for me. I want the first time they see me to be when they can't do nothing about it. Go ahead, tell it. I mean, that's what Verge told me. You know, Verge put me on that. You know, he said, Dre, your style or what type of style you got, they can't prepare for you in four two-minute rounds mm -hmm. if they see you for the first time. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, I fought like dual meets against Ireland. I fought dual meets against uh, England. I fought Puerto Rico. You know, I fought some of the um, Pan Am countries and stuff like that, but ne never the elite. I was kind of hidden. Yeah. And um, when we were getting ready for the Olympics, they had something called a test event, which I don't understand the purpose. I mean, the purpose of it was to test the venue in Greece. I remember. Right? Yeah. But it didn't make sense because we were going over there several weeks later to do the actual real deal. And I remember mm -hmm. Bashir Abdullah came to me and he was like, hey, we want to have you go out there. You know, um, let me back up. A lot of the bigger tournaments, like world championships and stuff like that, Verge wouldn't let me go. Oh, he wouldn't let you go? Nah, he said he injured. Yeah. He hurt his shoulder. But, but then he, he, he cued you. And they would be mad. USA, but he said, man, we can do, he said, we're going to pick our spots. He said, but. The line that USA Boxing would always give is, oh, you need experience. He said, how are these kids getting experience when they're getting steamrolled by these grown men? Yeah. How they learning? Yeah. And his reason was what we just talked about. We yeah. can't we can't show them that. Yeah. So boom, fast forward to a month and a half out or something like that from the Olympics. They want to do this test event like right before the real deal. Mm -hmm. So Bashir was like, talk to Verve. And I'm like, Verve ain't doing this. Yeah. I called Verve. He said, absolutely not. Yeah. No, we ain't yeah. doing that. We're going to see them in three weeks. And then, you know, we're going to see Darrell went to the to the test event. Yeah, I remember. Fought a great fight, beat the Cuban, everything. Yeah, I remember. But it was for nothing. And it was a big deal. He's going to win the gold because he... Yeah. The Cuban made the adjustment. Yeah, yeah. He When yeah. it mattered the most. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Virgil's theory was right. He let me do some stuff, but he didn't expose me to them. So when I'm fighting Evgeny Makarenko, the two-time world champion that I fought in the gold medal round, um, when I'm fighting the, the Belarusian, the guy I fought in the uh, semifinals, they didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. Like, they looking me up and down. They like, bro, you you small for this weight mm -hmm. class, 178. Like, mm -hmm. who is this dude? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I beat Yevgeny Makarenko. No, I beat Yevgeny Makarenko in the quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. It's not until I beat him, the two-time world that's when it got real. Like, who yeah. is this American yeah. who beat this guy? Yeah. Then I fought the Belarusian in the finals, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I had that uh, mixed up. Yeah. But... They had never seen me, so his theory proved to be true. Yeah. But on the but on the American scene, ah, oh, you don't want to go to international tournaments. Oh, he's scared, he's scared, he's scared. Mm -hmm. So what I told Nas is yeah. what Verge told me. Yeah. And I just thought it was genius. That's what he told me, and I believed him. Yeah. You always been a dynamite dude, man. Man, I'm grateful, bro. And yeah. I, I appreciate you, man, because you know, you you do things your way. I try to. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why it's called the Port Away. Port Away mm -hmm. Podcast. Yeah. And it ain't about necessarily doing things my way, but what I want, I want that to become a a a a creed. And and it'd be cool if people say, oh, you know, I did that to pour it away. But the the premise of that is, whatever you believe in, whoever you want to be, whatever it is you want to do, how you want to speak, whatever, carry yourself how you want to carry yeah. yourself. Yeah. Don't wear Jordans because everybody wears right. Jordans. But that's what I mean when I say you doing it your way. Yeah. I don't mean like in a prideful way. I yeah. mean you got a vision for your life and yeah. you I see you trying to execute. Yeah. And then I see people pulling on you. No, 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 I ain't going to do it like that. Man. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And you do it with a smile on your face, bro. Yeah. And I respect it. I still got, and I, I get a couple people to say, oh, he's still driving the caddy. Yeah. It was 2014, 2014. Cadillac outside. Yeah, yeah. I only, I wrapped the car just to make it look different. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's the first car I ever financed. Mm. It's like, you know, the first thing I ever had for myself. Yeah. So I still, yeah, there's a heart, you know, I can still yeah. got an attachment to it. But the main thing is I don't need the, the big, the yeah. big, most expensive things. So I'm going to do some other things with my money. So I get people all the time like laughing like, yo, he's still, I was like, yeah. 
It's yeah. the caddy. Yeah. And that's do do everything yeah. with a smile. I respect on my face, that, bro. Man. Bottom line, man, I'm gonna go check out this uh this this documentary that you did with Let's a smile it. on my face too. Yeah, come on. Let's do it. Let's roll that trailer right quick. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre. My career wasn't perfect. I made mistakes. Oh. Trouble's gonna come. How you gonna respond to it? You know what we're here for. Don't go home without it. I'm thinking about my journey to that point. I'm thinking about my struggles. You have to understand what I've been through. My Bay Area kid, through and through. It's a major street culture. Both parents are drug addicted. My dad with heroin, and that's my hero. His dad had brought him to the gym, and I said, little kid got a little pop. You could tell the kid was different. I think you're alien. For real. The kid is actually terrestrial. My dad never stopped fighting, but he had a heart attack at 46 years of age. For Andre, it was devastating. It took me hitting rock bottom to where I finally began to communicate with God again. I felt a burden to finish everything we started. He's one of the great champions from the history of boxing. 32 and 0. His brother Andre Ward was great. Boxing has devoured many great men. I'm going to do things my way. People don't identify with a guy who has chosen as his nickname, Son of God. I said this early in my career, you know, I'm going to retire from boxing. I'm not going to let boxing retire me. This was all the plan from day one. Only thing you ain't done in boxing is lose. What's there to stick around for? I wanted to have a body of work, not just in the ring, but as a man. We close this chapter. This book is closed. SOG, The Book of Ward, only on Showtime, streaming with Paramount+. Plus. That's what we've been working on, man, for seven years. This is the last thing I'm going to say, then we done. Somebody came to me asking me to do my doc. This was like 10 years ago. I said, I can't do a documentary right now. <laughs> They said, why don't you they do time you. They, they had seen a, a bulk of my life and was like, yeah. yo, this is a story. I said, yes. But it's not finished. They said, no, just do one now and then you can do one later. I think, whatever. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Can't do it until it's finished. Yeah. Is it finished? These chapters. Yeah. These chapters. Yeah. They, the book is still being written. Yeah. But it's it's up to this point. Yeah. Do do you expect to do anything bigger than what you've done in the ring? Man, I think the best days are up ahead. You know, I believe my 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 ladder is gonna be greater than my former man. That's what I believe. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I always do something motivational at the end of every show, and I'm I'm like I know I know we press for time, but I'm trying to think can I, can I let that be the one? That can't be it. Something motivational from SOG. Man, um, what I got was something good, man, to end on. I think for me, bro, I can just share my story, man. Um, I think I'll speak to the young life, you know. I think, you know, I'm gonna speak to the young fighters, but mm -hmm. anybody can pull from this, you mm -hmm. know. Um, it's always like a system in place. Like in boxing, you come in boxing, it's a system. You gotta act this way, you gotta do this, you gotta do it. Man, you gotta have a vision for your life. 
and your vision is bigger than your neighborhood, it's bigger than your family, it's bigger than what you've known. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have some type of vision on where you want to go, man. And I would just encourage people, man, to believe in that. Yeah. You know, it's some things that come to my mind, that have come to my mind throughout the years that seem lofty and big and yeah. out of reach. Yeah. But I got that thought and I got those deposits. Sure. I believe from God for a reason. Absolutely. It's hard to get there. Like this doc took longer than I thought. It's, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's so many lessons that I gained and so much growth with these processes, right? You even this, this can't start it with a vision, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Something you saw and then mm-hmm. you started moving, putting feet to your faith. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage the young life, man, have vision for your life, for each stage of your life. Pray and ask God to speak to you and, and help you to understand what, what path you should be on. And if you're an athlete, man, this boxing stuff is is it is part of who you are, but it's not completely who you are. It's really what you do. Yes, sir. And it's for a season. Yes, sir. Prepare for life after, man. Don't don't completely try to be the man right now. You ain't mm-hmm. gotta have the most jewelry. You ain't gotta have the, the 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 best car, the biggest house right now. Do right by your money. Have vision for your life, man, and trust what you see, bro, and and, and be willing to go after. Yeah. And don't let the voices that try to discourage you detour you. Yeah. That's often a sign you on the right track. Yes, sir. Embrace it, man, and keep pressing, man, till you get to, to your goal and you get to where you're supposed to get. I was going to let you finish it, but I'm looking at you and I'm just, I got one, so I'm going to go ahead Come and share on. mine. Um, I'm looking at a star right now. And what we have to understand is that we're all stars. We're all going to shine. Somebody's going to see you. Make sure they're saying you do all the right things. Don't let them see you shining in the wrong spaces. Mm-hmm. Let them see you shining in the right spaces. I saw this man shining in all the right spaces. Man, it's love, my boy. You help me appreciate get where I'm you. at, man. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Always. Thank you for having yes, me, brother. This is the Port Away. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.